brought their A game. We That's are, good. We had our brain food. You know what I love about January 1st yeah. at midnight? Is the look on the guy at Walmart's face when it's 12 one you're like, I want to fish Let's go, let's go. They, do you really shoot the shoot the halibut once you get them close to the surface? We just shoot the halibut every Thursday. Fellas, get back in that current. <laughs> I love it. I hate That's alright. I hate me too, but it's okay, Ryan. <laughs> Like a really fat branch, definitely. <laughs> Should we just fast forward to the part where I say, So you got skunked? <laughs> I have a yeah. question for you. So you came to yeah. the right place, but no, I listen. <laughs> and we are back. This is the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. podcast. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you into the outdoors by introducing you to the people, skills, and products that you can trust. You can trust them. Mm-hmm. We are in the current, fellas. This is Pick. Who's with me? I'm Will. It's Bucky. I'm, <laughs> I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Brad. It's Andy. I'm Steve. Well, I think that, that was it? everybody pick. Yeah, into us. Yeah, buddy. We are we are in the current, currently in the zooms. We're still, zo- we're zooming right through it. We're the zooming zoom, right yeah, through the it. Zoom introductions are not easy for anybody who's trying to zoom pod. No, they they are not. I can't wait till we get over with this quarantino stuff and get back around the physical podcast table with you guys. Amen. With the physical sonic campfire. Yes, yes. Theoretically, <laughs> the physical campfire. Oh, sorry, habit. Hey, how's everybody doing? Good, buddy. Good. That's good. That's good. What I'll you- tell you what I'm excited about. What's tell up, Stevie? Stevie? The R2 trout fishing this weekend. It's opening day. It's nearly upon us. No, the no. The real it, opening day. Oh, the real opening day. That yeah. was just the faux day. Not that fake one that just got thrown out there. <laughs> that the Fish and Boat Commission threw out. <laughs> yeah. The real one. The real one. Yeah, that's uh, that's coming up soon. I actually realized, thanks to to Brad. Um, thanks, I, Brad. I got to uh, I got to renew some of my launch permits here pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be using a couple of the kayaks as spares, I think, for some folks. And um, apparently I'm out. They they wrapped up last year. It's too much to keep track of all that stuff. Well, every- I checked mine today, and I must have sprung for the – I must have hit the lottery or something last year when I bought them because <laughs> I bought two-year permits. You Look won 20 you. bucks on a scratch-off. I must. That's the only way oh. I could figure I would have dropped 24 bucks or something on it. Yeah. Now this they, kayak they, came in. <laughs> yeah. They end, what, at the end of the year? Is it December 31st? Uh, I, th- yeah, I it's, think it, it's, it depends. No, it's always, it's always the end of the year, but you can get a two-year re-up. You, okay. can, you have the option of a one or two-year. Okay. I just was, was able to do it this week. And what's nice is with the quarantine, everything is available like all your printouts and all your receipts and stuff, yeah. you can print them out and you're good to go. So you don't have to yeah. wait for the sticker or anything like that. And they nice. did update the regs to say that if you don't have a printer, as long as you can pull it up on your phone, it you know it meets the requirements. So if, if you do get checked or stuff, you can regs, pull it up. It? Sure is. Check them regs. We'll say it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Do you need a permit to launch a kayak? In a state on a, park. On a state park, sure. Yeah. yeah. A state a state boat ramp. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly and did not. They can charge you, they will spittle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. But yep. I guess uh, I've been spending so much time running around on your mom that uh, I didn't even realize that they had gone out. So <laughs> <laughs> just been now, waiting to use as, that. Now as oh, long that's as you're a good one. As long as you're registered, you don't need a launch permit. Is that correct? What's like, for like, a, like your mom's registered, she has it. Oh yeah, a, a powered a boat. A powered boat's different. You know, the the 
the launch permits are for kayaks. Okay. Non-powered yeah, right. uh, vessels, kayaks, canoes, things like that. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. I just wanted to get confirmation on that. Yep. And, never and all you really need, that. all you really need, is the make and the model, and that, that's all you really need. They just want to know who's putting in where, I guess. And when it well, comes you, to your you mom, they don't for, need Steve? to know. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, what vessel are you going to be in? My wow. Well, uh, one of my kayaks, I think, um, probably. But what I'm most excited about is is seeing catfish hook a trout. Yeah, yeah. How do you I'm think that's going to go down? I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. Don't get your hopes up, bud. I'm not. I'm it's not. not I know he he's had some issues at home today that may give may, him uh, an excellent excuse to. Yeah, I not think be he's got the pass. Yeah. So. I just I got to throw this out to you guys because uh, I'm sure that pretty soon we're all going to get to hear, um, you know, some of some of the story about the situation he's going through. So I'm not going to reveal a whole lot for folks, but I personally went to visit him briefly just to take some supplies over uh, to his yeah. house, and the last Huge thing hell. I the last thing that I said as I was getting into my truck was. But if you didn't want to go trout fishing, you could have just told us. You didn't have to go through all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nice. That's so true. And, it, uh, well, you would yeah. find a way to make it epic. You couldn't just say, I'm not coming. Yeah. It had to be a significant thing. <laughs> Did he have a response for you, Ryan? No, he's loving it. He, he oh. thought it was good. He thought it was good. I'm not going to tell you exactly what he said, but, you know. Okay. Uh, he enjoyed it. I think he said his pick going. <laughs> well, when I told him that it's Maryland's turkey season, he said, you guys have fun fishing. I'll be down with pick. <laughs> Invites open. <laughs> Come on down. Stevie, you, you have a cast master on already. You have, you have a, your favorite lure tied on. I have you know four it. in a Walmart bag on the front seat of my car. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so I'm ready to go. I have a couple in a box somewhere. But my 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 tackle bag in the front seat of my car is ready to roll. And that's just four <laughs> cast masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ain't like a Ned rig. Those will last him like three or four seasons. Now, do you use the patterned cast masters or are you like just a solid color? If the silver doesn't work or the chrome doesn't work, yeah, the brown trout one oftentimes will. But most of the time, it's either that one. It's either brown trout or chrome. Do they the use, other one? Do you yeah. ever throw anything other than the cast master or a cast master? You mean for trout? Yeah. Uh, yeah, when streams, uh, you know, uh, rooster tails and trout magnets and and if i if i'm specifically fishing sometimes like with my kids we use power bait and minnows what's that panther you know, one you throw the, oh panther no that's Martin. a a uh, thomas eel yeah that one, that's a good one too you use eels it's a it's an eel lure it, oh. it, it's kind of it's it's bent it's like a, it's, a, a bent it's bent and elongated yeah oh. It's a skinny, bent, elongated spoon. And the Thomas is the name of the company that makes it. It has little but, eyes on it. I don't know. It, they, it's an eel. But it, that one works pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes. But no, that's it. That's do, about it. Do they make um, the, the Castmaster with uh, any of the feathers and stuff off of that treble hook? Yeah. I think I've seen some of those. Have you ever yeah. thrown any, any of them, Stevie? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I, I had... Some once in a while, they're. Uh, uh, I don't know if it makes any difference, but I've caught some with that. It's been a while since, probably two or three years since I've used them. But I remember them catching them, catching them in the fall. No. On that, on, on one of those. I know, but like they have some. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I know, like the the um, the X wraps that they make yeah. for bass fishing. All those X wraps have that those feathers tied on that back treble. 
And yeah. the only time I've ever used a stick bait like that and caught a fish was on an X-Trap. So I'm convinced that those feathers make a world of difference. You know, it might on an, on an, like a suspending bait like that, like an X-Trap that's, or that's going to move a little bit, you know, when you pause it, you know, that, 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 that might flutter a little, but like if you pause a cast master, it sinks. So I, I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes a difference. I'm sure it makes a difference. It catches the fisherman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they have these ones now that have like a holographic decal on them. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen those. Yeah. Those are, those are kind of fun. I just always go back to the Chrome one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You. What, what about what? the Chrome and blue one? Yeah. Like if you get those in the three pack. That, Catch me in a three pack. Too. The three pack. What's it come? The 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 chrome, the gold, and then the blue. Sometimes the chrome and the blue, and you can get like a rainbow trout and a a, uh, a brook trout and a, a gold one all together, or something like that. But I don't know. That 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 starts to get pretty pricey for something that you're not real <laughs> yeah. confident. There, it's like twelve ninety nine or something. Oh, jeez. Like so you got to be really, really into those three colors. Yeah. No so collector's get, edition yeah. or anything like that. What? There's no collector's edition or anything like that to buy. Boy, I don't know. I hope yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you got any trout lately, Brian? I know you've been hitting them pretty hard. No, I haven't. I haven't been out recently. The last time I was out was a couple weeks ago, and. Um, I did uh, did throw some on the on the smoker. Got the smoker out. And That's right. That's yeah. Right. The five that I caught, I threw those on the smoker. And then while I had this the, the smoker going, I brought out that uh, big brown trout that I caught up in New York. Yeah. And I saw I a giant fillet going on that. That man, I tell you what, that yeah. that was incredible. Yeah. What? Talk about your smoker because we had a little bit of banner over the weekend about <laughs> smokers it's a, it's a, a horizontal um i believe it's a, a charbroil yeah and it's got a smoker a, a firebox on the, the left hand side and of course then your stack is on opposite of that opposite corner um i think it's a 36 inch um grate if you will that you you know put whatever you want on there and it's it's a used model i bought it used i'd always wanted a smoker and i didn't know which i was going to get whether it was going to be a, a vertical or a horizontal and i was looking through the craigslist and i found one where the price i couldn't pass up i said well i'll start with this one and see how it goes and then maybe upgrade someday so i, I think this is the second or third going into my third year that i've had it um so it, it, it works it works well um some fish i put on there and charcoal? i did some pheasant yeah it's a charcoal yeah is that what you smoke with dude yeah, I, I use the uh, the the uh, all natural charcoal, and then uh, I actually it has a grate that sits above the charcoal that I put my um, my wood of choice on, whether it be applewood or pecan or mesquite or whatever. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily sit right on the coals itself; it sits above it, and uh, and you know that's how it it kind of smolders and and smokes uh, the meat that was on there. But man, I tell you what, my my wife she's not a um, a fish fan if you will as far as eating fish um Mm -hmm. she's very selective on what cuts and or what species of fish she will eat but man she she said i want that trout she said that brown trout she had a piece of it and she's like make sure you cut a piece off and make sure that that's mine so i I made a separate (laughs) container and made sure that i that was off limits for her you should have told her i'm fresh out i guess i gotta go back up to new york (laughs) yeah (laughs) well that yeah that's gonna be an annual trip we you know that's something over the last uh two years that i've done and it's uh i think the the date's already penciled in so we'll have to see how we do this year do you do you guys at smoke fish ever find that the that fish flavored stays in the smoker and makes its way into other meats that you smoke afterwards i've heard of people saying that i never have i mean this is the the second time that i've smoked i smoked the chinook salmon on there last year and i i don't remember there being a flavor 
that it, you know, did, went on to you, another cut. Do you marinate them in anything or beforehand or just? I did, yeah, this last time I just slapped them on. I had uh, had some uh, uh, mad fisherman spices, and uh, each one of the trout. It's I made put from the best stuff on earth. I've heard. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I no tell you, offense. it was good. it was good. I put some of the blackened. I put some of the lemon pepper. I put some of the jerk, and uh, there was one other seasoning. There was four, and I, I put each seasoning on each one of the trout and then even the uh the big brown trout i divided it up into four sections so it had all four spices on it so what was it, your favorite I, I like the jerk i like yeah. the jerk seasoning yeah the heard that about jerk. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, has a, it has a little bit of kick it has a little bit of spice and that's that's what i like so yeah that's my favorite from the, the that line of spices yeah stevie i've done like fresh cuts of that wild caught alaskan salmon and i've done trout in my smoker and i've turned around and done a block of cheese on the same grate and nothing i don't i don't nothing i'm not getting any of that oh i i'd like to try um and i i just use regular old charcoal out of a bag whatever that bloom kingsford or something it's that's what i've been smoking with and i'm sure that's you know, some I'm, I'm making some kind of catastrophic error there, but <laughs> it tastes good. I'd like to try to do some fish, so I I would just wanted to make sure I wasn't gonna regret it later. Nah, yeah. you're good. <laughs> you're good, bud. Let her let her fire up. For for smoking, I try to use a, like an all natural charcoal. There are some people say that can, you know the way that the production of you know any other name brand the squares actually yeah. have a chemical type yeah. flavor the, the way that they produce them so i, I go with a I try to go with a whole lump natural uh charcoal where do you um, get that at at the walmart's local local really? store yeah just you have to look at it and just make sure that it's it's a, a natural it doesn't have charcoal. that rollback pricing stevie i'm sorry <laughs> 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 is it on sale anywhere i'm sure it is now yeah you'll have to you'll have to check the interwebs and see who has the best price yeah does it light the same way as the square stuff yeah it does like with it the does. chimney starter yeah yep that's what i do i have one of those little chimney starters and put some newspaper in there and pack that on top and just let it go just like your regular uh yeah. you know, cube style cool thanks you're welcome, Steve. Anytime, bud. <laughs> well, I want to jump in while we're on the smoker talk because yeah. uh, we recently celebrated Easter and uh, I decided to smoke a turkey. Yeah. Ooh, nice. And it turned out phenomenal. Uh, I brined it for about 36 hours in a, in a nice soak. <laughs> Brian, thanks, Brian. You're welcome. <laughs> he brined it using the pick method. Yeah, <laughs> even better. Uh, but yeah, then I put it on uh, on a nice smoke for about what about 245 degrees, I think. It was a little bit unnerving because for the weight of the turkey. Now this was just the the main cavity right no legs no wings um for the weight of this you know it was almost eight pounds um it should have taken a couple of hours it was done in about two and a half three hours but really? i had the meat probes yeah, cool. in checking the temperature and stuff and you know i it, it i don't know that it could have turned out better it was and delicious I, I i can attest to that because even because we had a lot of meals going on at the same time at the compound yeah. and um, I didn't get to it till probably what, like six o'clock that night. And it was, even then it was still like juicy. It had all the flavor and didn't dry out one bit. It was delicious. Yeah. I was, nice. I was really impressed. Really impressed. Ryan, you have a vertical, vertical smoker, right? Correct. So I can't so do what's... like a 25 pounder. 
Um, yeah. but, but like an eight to 15 pound turkey, I think would be perfect. And I'm going to be doing a lot more of them. So what's your technique? I think the secret really was the brine. I looked up a whole bunch of different, you know, smoked turkey, turkey in a smoker type recipes. And I was trying to compare and, you know, maybe take bits and pieces of what I liked. But I, like the last couple that I was looking through, they talked about, you know, making sure that you're basting it about every 25 to 45 minutes. Um, so that it doesn't dry out. And then I saw one post, uh, some guy, somebody actually made a comment on one of the recipes. They're like, you know, you could baste it about half as many times if you actually took the time and brined your turkey before you smoke it. And that just kind of clicked for me. So I, I really think the trick was in the brine. 36 hours in that soak. Thanks, Brian. 36 hours in that soak and and that was pretty simple recipe too you know some Worcestershire sauce some water salt of course um and the garlic cloves i think was what also helped it pay off in the in the actual brine and then when i actually the recipe for the smoked turkey called for uh a quartered apple so yeah that was that was in there but yeah the rest was in two 12 ounce cans of cola were the actual Wait, base you... for the what yep how did that work you put like it in a, in a roasting pan i used diet pepsi because that's the only cola i had laying around but i used two cans <laughs> of diet pepsi yeah but all of that with a big stick of butter goes in into the turkey and into the smoker oh man wow. and then you you, you basted it every short while every little bit I th- I think I hit it twice in the three hours. Huh. Mm. That's electric. Apple smoke. juice? No, no, just the apples in with the cola. Oh. Okay. What'd you baste it then with? In yeah, its own juices. I, I based oh, it in, okay. in I itself. Okay. Yeah, it well, what'd you baste it with? <laughs> it was like a ladle. <laughs> I just kind of kept scooping oh. it up, pouring it over the top. <laughs> Not a baster. Yeah. Some people use this, yeah, the basters. Squeeze them a doodle. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do a squeeze them a doodle. Yeah. Now it worked. It worked really well, though. That sounds good. That's good, man. What else did you do on Easter? Hid some eggs. How about you? <laughs> yeah, what else did you do on Easter? <laughs> Who? Yeah, he didn't have any sweets in there because he ate them all. <laughs> I thought I saw some pictures. Mm. Look like you were at a pond or something. I might have, I might have hit up a, a pond or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to stay away from those, those ponds. There's like, you know, four and five and six pound bass just laying on the, like right at the edges of the pond, and they love to eat stuff. So you got to catch them. Yeah. Yeah. They're asking for it. Are you slow rolling us? <laughs> no, I just I just went fishing again. Oh, oh and, okay. and caught a couple more big fish. Even my my eldest daughter, she does not fish very often, but she went out and um, she caught on her own a couple of fish. She That's she had a good time her. with that. Yeah, like everybody had a good time. Yeah, I don't like to bring that up a lot. Brad went fishing at that place one time and he didn't catch anything, so I feel bad <laughs> bringing it up. Did you give him any rye text? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Patent pending. What, what what do you call your Ryan rig? <laughs> the, the trash panda rig. The trash panda rig. Yeah, it struck yep. again at the pond. I'm I'm really pretty happy with it. Okay. It's working well. I gotta I gotta invest a little bit in uh the VMC nail weights, I think. They're doing I a good think- job. You try a drywall screw. I don't think they'd be heavy enough. These nail weights are pretty substantial. Now you use them to put into the like a Ned rig to st- go to the bottom, or just like regular weight for a swim bait. Now I'm using them in the in the bottom of the TRDs. Oh yeah, yeah. And okay. I also used them in the bottom of a hula stick, which is just a long TRD, just yeah. a you know stick yeah. worm. Right. Right. And put the nail weight in one end, and um, Texas rig or rig it weedless 
with an offset hook on the top. And it just goes, (laughs) drop straight down. Yeah. Brad, can he use a Brad? He can. (laughs) (laughs) Have to be a significant Brad, though. (laughs) Just thought. I brine my turkeys and I brad my rigs. (laughs) (laughs) and you and you will the fish to come in there you go i like what you did there anybody else been out doing anything in the out of doors anybody stevie their cousin what i said did anybody stevie their cousin (laughs) i hope not yeah, me either, because I had a striper on one time, and, uh, <laughs> and Stevie went to help me land it. You don't need to get into that. Is, that, want, is that the one time he had the line cutter on his finger? No, yeah. the line went slack. Oh. He, he Somebody spit didn't, the hook. Spit the, <laughs> didn't keep the rod tip off, huh? Nope. Uh, oh. Yeah. One anyway. Time. I went fishing with Uncle Catfish on Easter. Yeah, you? you did. Yeah. That's right. I yep. think I did see a couple pictures. How'd that work we out? We had a great, great time. Great. Like, he just was on fire. It, it is on fire. Uh, he caught another striper and, nice. and just massive, massive crappies this year. Like, I, 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 we had them last year around this time, too. But I just feel like they're bigger now. I mean, we obvious we didn't take time to weigh them, but man, they're just slabs. And it was just one after another. Seemed like they just kept getting bigger. But it was a very cool day because uh, the fish, the frequency of the catching wasn't, it wasn't very aggressive. It was just a kind of like nice day. And we were catching fish regularly, but not frequently. And it just kind of lent itself to a lot of just catching up and dude talk. Yeah. You need just some good dude talk. Yeah. Dude talk. Anything you want to share? Not with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is Zoom. We can shut them down quick and then we can talk. (laughs) No, no. It was was just, you know, family crap and just you know, just the normal dude stuff. Dude, talk. How's the I was actually. Ooh, sorry. Oh, sorry, Brad. No, that's all right. Brad got Stevie. You got did. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Brad? Um, I I did a little test run for this weekend coming up. I went to Laurel Lake on Saturday. No um, way. And it was like, so we had heavy winds on Thursday and Friday and it laid down just enough overnight and into the morning where we get the kayaks out. I went with house of hog, Steve, who's going to be joining us, joining us this weekend too. Cool. And I was able to lay, land a couple really nice trout. Like the last one I caught was a hog. It was big. Really nice. So yeah. Well, you had Um, Steve there, so you're bound to have a hog. That's exactly <laughs> one way or another. He's my good luck charm. Um, but the one thing I found, I, and I'm in Ryan is this, I'm partial to rebel lures. Um, that's what I grew up using whenever we would troll, you know, Canoe Creek and Cowan's Gap and stuff like that. Um, what color? Uh, I was using the I was using the grasshopper and the crayfish. It was the gray and orange crayfish that I had the best luck on with the big pan in the front. So they were laying low. So maybe keep that in mind this weekend coming up because everything was kind of, yeah, it was a little too cold for fish to be up top, I guess. You were using the old deep diver. I think everyone's at one point in time had the rebel orange crayfish in their tackle box. Love that thing. Yeah, the Texas Red. The te- yes, I, I've, I've. That's probably one of the first lures I ever purchased when I was a, a kid making four fifty an hour, and I could afford to buy two of them. 
Get yourself. <laughs> Brad, did it seem like the, the lake was still pretty well stocked last um, week? People were catching them, but not like, not like, um, I was there for probably two and a half hours and I caught three. I had one up to the boat and it jumped off, but um, it was, it, you were getting hits occasionally, but they weren't crazy. So I, I would say it's better than June, but it's not first day stuff. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. So we may uh, but, have our work cut out for us Saturday. Yes, you may. Well, I mean, from what I've heard, we they stocked a lot of them, so it's gonna it's gonna rely on our skills, on your skills, Stevie. Uh oh. So break my chrome. Uh oh. Uh oh. Like that. So they were they were hitting mostly. Were they hitting moving baits then, or did you did you do any? Yeah, I used. Minnows? I used. No, I used all, uh, pretty much all, um, moving like just all uh, lures. Uh, okay. I didn't use anything. Um, yeah, because like everything I threw on top was nothing was happening. Everything yeah. it was everything was get I was hitting was down low, and that, you know that lake's not very deep anyways. Where Cowan's Gap, where we're going, it's going to be a little bit deeper. So it, they're probably just swimming, you know, probably between like I don't know five and twelve feet or something like that. At least for last weekend. Right. Um, so we'll see, I guess. Yeah, David Kyle told me he all the trout he was trout fishing over the weekend, and he said that uh, everything he caught was way you know twenty feet deep or seventeen feet deep or something like it was in the deep end of the lake. So something that there's you know something's going on there. Must have been the cold weather. You sending pre fishermen out there for you, Steve? You're scouting. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, are most of you guys into using lures versus live bait? Or you guys don't really prefer just threading a minnow? What's that, I Andy? Hate, for, I hate for your trout. Seriously. Yeah, I just like not necessarily fishing with them, but all that entails getting them, taking them with you, keeping them alive. Um, okay. I, yeah. I, I just very rarely do I use live bait. I'm, I'm that me personally, okay. I, I use spinners. Worm um, resuscitation is dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, For, I, um, my go-to trout is definitely redfin minnows. Yeah. Uh, thread them with a mini needle with a treble hook, you know, right right in the in the vent um but i've never fished a deep lake like that so i don't know if maybe that's just it's not an effective way in a deep lake um that's always just kind of been my go-to for the creek fishing well i know trout for me trout's the only time i really even use any live bait and for me it's mealworms love fishing mealworms Uh, and what I did in still water or in Creek water? both, both. Okay. And, and what I did last year was, um, you know, fishing where we're going to be going on Saturday. I was soaking a mealworm while I was throwing, you know, the cast master or a yeah. rooster tail or something like that. Like I was at, doing active fishing while I was letting something else just float right off the bottom. Maybe you should brine it before you head out there. I might just have to do that. <laughs> yeah. But what was I? I think I caught three of my five. Well, because I ended up catching six, but I dropped that one off the boat, which would have been my, my limit. Um, Doesn't count. So I had to catch a sixth one to get my limit. And I caught three of them off of, what do we? What was I calling that, Stevie? The buffet. Yeah. I was threading a mealworm yeah, on and then that putting. That was a crazy I put a salmon egg on the end of that. Yeah. So I'm catching them on the buffet. That's nuts. A salmon egg and a mealworm? Yeah. Okay. Just load up the hook. Something will hit it sooner or later. Damn it on there, yeah. Sure. That's You fish with corn or a dough ball. That's pretty much it. Yeah. We went. I I took my my kids fishing. It was in February, like a a uh, warm warmer Saturday in February 
And we went to Cowan's Gap and uh, used minnows and caught a few. And nothing else was, I mean, they weren't hitting anything that was moving and they weren't hitting power bait. You know, it was nothing, nothing else going on but, but minnows. Yep. So yep. I use it when, when the stakes are high, like when, <laughs> when you're fishing with kids and, you know, you have to catch something. You know, then I'll okay. use live bait, but, you know, or, or when you're going with catfish who hates trout fishing and you can't. There's absolutely no way we can get skunked on Saturday. <laughs> How do you rig them, Steve? You do lip hook, hook them? Uh, well, I, I, I tried something different this past winter where I, I used like a, a drop shot rig because I knew they would be deep. So okay. I put them on it. I just put the trout on a drop shot rig and let the line a little slack. Um, yeah. But in, uh, normally, uh, I'll just like hook them through the back with and float them. Um, but over this past winter, it was getting them down deep. Yeah. That's like, that that's a good idea. I never thought about that drop shot in a, a minnow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it kept them, you know, kept them whatever, kept them you know, down. foot off the bottom. Yep. Yeah. It is actually a really good idea. I might have to try that on Saturday. Yeah. Did you get some minnows? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna you, try tomorrow. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know what else I need? I this, ordered one of those minnow nets. The same did you? I I can't I can't find four pound mono anywhere. Oh, I'll bring you a spool. I bought I think two spools of four and two spools of two. Did um you? When That's we were why at the you show. can't find any. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get it on Amazon, but it's like a week or two out or something. Oh like no, that. I think I got a full spool of um, the trout magnet stuff. Did you? The oh, SOS yeah. line. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was that was even a week or something like that out on Amazon. No, oh, I got it right here. No kidding. Practically looking at it. You're you're way more prepared for this stuff than I'll ever be. I mean, they you. really snuck that trout season in on us. Yeah, yeah, and then it caused a run on all the gear. Yeah, but I did pick up two, uh, two. What was it? Twenty four packs. So was that four dozen um, mealworms from uh, Hawkheads. I was oh, going. Yeah. I was going yeah. by there yesterday, and I thought, you know what? I haven't seen any place that had any b- live bait like in stock. The two places I stopped before this were all picked through and didn't. Ha- they didn't have anything, so I swung in there quick, picked up some mealworms from uh, from Logan. I'm ready to roll for Saturday. Yes, you are, Brad. Have you? Uh, I didn't mean to ask you. Have you? gotten to take out the kayak yet yeah that's what i did this weekend so yeah i yeah. hit it up and it was uh yeah it's a little chilly on the kayak but you know you layer up and make it work yeah so it was a good inaugural good uh what do you call it a, a i don't know test run for this weekend coming up small free fish you yeah. run that trolling motor no i'm not i don't you know when uh, you say things catch up to you and stuff, the, you know, there's all kinds of regulations you have to do with motors and stuff. And I figure we're going to be close enough. I can paddle around enough this weekend. How big is your kayak, Brad? Well, I got, I got two, I got a 10, I got a 10 foot and I got a, uh, Will's old, uh, and catfish old, uh, 13 and a half. Oh, okay. So, the, uh, the, someone's compensating. The lure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That so, 13 and a half footer pulled me around Cowan's Gap more than once. Now, hold on. <laughs> I've been working out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I took I took the smaller one out this weekend because I didn't want to drag the trailer. That 13 and a half is, is something to wield yes, around if you don't, <laughs> if you don't have a trailer. Yeah. Um, so I took, I took the, the small, the smaller one out. It was perfect. It just, it's not as stable. And, uh, now that I, 
you know, got my balance. I can stand on the 13 and a half one and actually do some casting. That's better for bass fishing, I guess, for standing, but um, the it's just got a little bit more room, a little bit more stable. You know, I can cook up some breakfast and stuff on the 13 and a half one, you know. Careful what you promise. Yeah, porter, John. Yeah. <laughs> on the bow. What do you do on that? A punch. <laughs> What model is the is the shorter one? The, the, is it's the, a, the, the, I think it's a wild wildlife or wild something. Wilderness. 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 Yeah. Wilderness. I know it would have wild in there somewhere. Yeah. Wilderness. Um, but it, I I really like that. That one's really sleek and fast. Like uh, if I want to get from one place to the other, that thing will like cut through the water. The the uh, the other one is a little bit more cumbersome. It in. You really have to be strong and like the, you have to have the same technique in both arms to right yeah to make sure you're going straight. Uh, where the other one it just cuts through and you can adjust real easy. So it's nice to have those options. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was uh, uh, when we were on the camping trip that um, Andrew from Matt and Andrew versus Society. Yeah, he uh, it just seemed like he could just be in front of us anytime he wanted you know it just seemed like uh, he could just you'd look at uh you'd fish for a little bit and then you look downstream and he'd be just a little speck yeah that thing moves and plus he weighs about 150 pounds less than i do so yeah <laughs> maybe 200 I, on me um but he uh, yeah i mean it, it you know it's uh you know Spoiled riches, and you know, it's it's nice to have that kind of problem in which one to take. And um, but uh, and it and for bass fishing for sure, uh, you know, thirteen and a half foot is is definitely better. Uh, just just because you can maneuver around a little bit for trout fishing, you don't have to. There's not as much um, angles you have to play, you know, in the in the lakes where when you're bass fishing, you really got to get your, you know, you got to. Get yourself angled towards the, you know, uh, towards the shoreline, and, and get yourself in a position where, you know, you can get underneath stuff, underneath, uh, you know, trees or into rocks and stuff. Whereas, you know, you're fishing pretty much in the middle of the the lake for the, the trout. So, mm -hmm. did you uh, did you try to troll at all, or were you just pitching? Just fishing. Yeah, it it, it was. You know, Laurel Lake's pretty small, and there was there was a lot of there's probably uh, between fifteen and twenty boats at one time wow. out there. So you know that thing with fifteen or twenty boats, that thing fills up pretty quick. Yeah, and it was it wasn't there was probably fifty fifty on on uh, kayaks to actual you know uh, fishing boats. So and if you try to and and the wind started kicking up around like eight thirty. And you know everybody's running into each cold. other. Yeah, <laughs> that's about as busy as the opening day there. Yeah, well, I mean, it was the Saturday after opening day. Yeah, I mean, technically, so it was the opening day. Yeah, that's true. What's it like not having to wait until eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> on that Saturday? <laughs> it was weird. I got there at what did I say, Ryan, like five thirty. Yeah, and I looked. Way and I was standing there, and I was looking and seeing what time the sun was rising. It was, I think that date was six thirty-five. So, <laughs> it was cold. Waiting. That's how it was. Are we still going to try to stick with the plan that nobody on in our group wets a line till eight o'clock? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he doesn't know he can hold out that long. We have to at You're least not. set a time. We can't just you know. First guy that gets Will, to to the spot Willie starts Nillian. casting. Well, make it daylight savings time. Make it an hour early, seven. Well, what 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 time will we plan? We got it. We have to sort out the logistics. There, we do. We? I've had people asking. Hmm. Well, if we're not going to start till eight, there's no sense in getting there four a.m. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> not, not not the second or third Saturday into the season, anyhow. 
if there's going to be a line at the at the boat launch, I hope it's all of us. That's my point. Yeah. So let's just. You know, what do you say we maybe we should just meet for breakfast at seven? We can do that. Make it reasonable for everybody. Yeah. I like the sound of reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm gonna reiterate the fact that uh House of Hog Steve has graciously volunteered his smoker uh as a place to place all of your trout at my house after this is all said and done. So we're gonna smoke them up. Fresh. Nice of him. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. It'll be good. And there may or may not be some brisket coming Saturday I heard morning. Rumors about brisket. What do you catch that on? <laughs> <laughs> they stock that. Stock that at Cowan's. Yeah. Costco Lake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Yes, sir. What have you been up to? Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, I've been looking forward to this very much. Have you? Um, We're glad that yeah. you worked out all I, the microphone I, I, issues you were having earlier. Oh, this is, I am the most <laughs> illiterate person when it comes to this kind of stuff. Terrible. No, um, I am essential, so I get to continue working instead of being at home every day playing. <laughs> But um, what's getting that to find mean? some sheds. What's that mean? What are you insinuating? Uh, anything? I, n- nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Just a wish that I could play sometimes instead of work. But uh, very Tell grateful me about to it. have yeah. the work. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I honestly think that being able to work through all this is, is cool. That's a good blessing. But no, right now doing a lot of groundhog trapping, a uh, lot of lot of bigger facilities. So I get to shed hunt while I'm looking for uh, groundhog holes. That's kind of fun. I found a few really nice deadheads in the last couple of weeks and a really nice shed, uh, one of the properties that we work at. So that's been fun. Um, and then I got myself into the uh, pellet smoker game. Oh yeah. Um, Did you? No way. Did you? Yeah. Yes, and I'm loving it. So I got a I got a camp chef. Okay. Um, and that is they're very popular. Yes. They're they're very awesome. They're very easy <laughs> to use. Um did you hear about them on Expert so Boy? Yeah. Yes. And that is honestly that's the only way I could uh to could do that deal. Um most of that stuff is is uh above me. Most of, most of the time, or I let it be above me. Um, so through expert voice, um, I was able to get one of those very reasonably. Um, oh, cool. And yeah, nice. um, super super happy about that opportunity. You that, did you read any chicken, any of the? Sorry. Go ahead, Bubby. Did, did you yeah. read any of the reviews? And is how did you pick that one? Is it basically the price, or did you read reviews and figure out that that was good value to be to be very honest uh it was in large part because of the price um but the reviews are phenomenal for it um you know versus pit boss versus traeger um that that grill so far has lined up with the reviews and i would say is you know very valuable for that price, I, I think that that it is worth what I what what anybody would pay for it. Um, I read a lot of reviews about pit boss grills, Traeger grills, Star Broil. I mean, I went through the whole list. Um, the reviews written on Expert Voice about Camp Chef grills very much seemed to sell the product, um, and I've found it to be what everybody says about it good so far yeah so what what have you smoked on it so since you had it well my first thing was grill uh was to do some burgers um i struck out on that i did dry them out i was a little cautious i i you know meat probe uh temp temperature probe um 
and, and went for it and uh, just overcooked them. Um, but then I went from that to a salmon filet and nailed that. Yeah. Salmon filet was awesome. And Stevie, the next thing after that was a chicken. And yeah. I did not have any salmon flavor in my chicken. That's good. That there was the spatchcock um, chicken, wasn't it? Spatchcock chicken. Yeah, first you did. ever. Um, yeah. And and I heard about that technique from you guys. And it's because it's Will a silly about, word. You know how he's handled it is. Yeah. Yes, it fits the podcast very well. You know it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Delicious. That that again, that was that was marinated for right around 30 hours. It was the little eight pound chicken, whole chicken. Um, and I threw that sucker on there and I was, I was asking Will about, you know, cooking temps because every recipe is, is different. So it ended up one for, uh, at three fifty for about two hours and 10 minutes. And dude, you could not have been better. It it was, it was perfect. And was the skin crispy? Were perfect. Um, yes, because I also purchased a sear box um, with the grill, and I threw it on the sear box for about a minute each side and crisp up the skin. Yeah, okay. I mean, tell, I, tell us I more about could that. not have been happier. What's a sear What's box? A sear uh, box. <clears throat> basically, just a, it's a propane. Come on. What? <laughs> I don't know what a sear it, box it, is. Bless it's your a hearts. propane propane burner with cast iron um, tray in it, cast iron cook tray, and that sucker gets stupid like a hot. Griddle. Yes, like a griddle pan. Oh, if you would have um, said griddle, it, I would have know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's his Northeast um, Pennsylvania education. I think I have a sear box on my grill. A griddle box. I just called it a griddle. (laughs) I got one of those. (laughs) And I'll tell you what sold me on the idea of that. That was the review. Of the griddle. The the sear box and and what you can do with it. That was super cool. I mean, you can. Flapjacks. Yes. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. But one of the things that I had to consider. Crepes. I Gotta do that. It's like a oh, really God. thin pancake. I got to do that. <laughs> um, one of the things that I had to consider in getting a pellet grill was the fact that our power goes out a lot where I live. So if I want to grill something and the power is out, I still have this sear box sidekick that is propane operated. Hmm. And I can still grill or finish my grilling if the power goes out in the middle of grilling. Yeah, I still got a regular propane grill. Um, but man, it can put some serious flavor on stuff. I can't believe how much better the flavor is coming off of a pellet grill versus my old propane grill. Yeah. I mean, it is honestly, it's night and day different how much flavor you can put into your, your meal. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I've had, several Thursdays at Will's house cooking on his Traeger. Um, Friendsgiving um, was a meal that nobody can forget. If you were there, Pick, sorry you weren't. (laughs) We remember that Um, Pick wasn't there. Yes, as much as the meal. We'll keep saying never forget. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like me to stir the pot. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) no so i'm i'm just looking forward to getting better at it like i i'm not a good cook by any means and and this thing you know honestly i think it makes anybody a little bit better and you just you watch your temps that's the biggest thing watch your temps and you're good to go yeah that's it yep so That's I'm really going to cool. throw down some, some reviews of my own uh, for expert voice, you know, my uh, recommendations, my reviews on it. I yeah. want to post a couple pictures, but I'm really not that great at taking pictures yet. Um, yeah, so when good. I get a couple of good shots, you know, I'll post those for, for the app then too. 
Nice. Well, the cool part about all that is that we have a a link about halfway down on our uh, webpage that goes right to Expert Voice, and you can sign up from there or try to qualify for it. There's a lot of groups that uh, people can look for uh, based on your area of expertise. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so, but definitely uh, if you're looking for it and you want to try to uh, sign up and try to qualify for expert voice, you can do it right from www.ruttonriverpursuits.com. Nice. How about that? That, That's been a lot of fun to be a part of. I mean, there's so many companies on there, many more joining. You know, they, they update you every couple of days it seems like with new stuff and yeah um yeah well i went on a um a mad affiliation search here recently and okay. uh, trying to expand my uh you know value. just my value yeah <laughs> and, uh, and and we qual- uh we qualified because we're part of the media there's an outdoor media group um there's a, a healthcare professional group that uh, I qualify for. Um, okay. You know, so there's a whole bunch of different ways to qualify. And, and, and I'm in a couple groups now where before it was only, uh, you know, one. So did you see wildlife control trappers? Do they have a group? Uh, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, they qualify for all kinds of. They're groups. a subset of many groups, Good. I'm sure. Yeah, they just. <laughs> no, I, I'm I have I'll, to do a little researching on that. Yeah, just you, you go to your profile and and scroll down until you can. Uh, there's a little place that says add affiliation, and uh, and then you can. It's mild to wild. If you're part of the military, there's that's one of the biggest groups. You know, or buying groups rather. They have all kinds of different uh, brands affiliated with that. Um, you know, so the, the military, the police. Um, you know, a, another great way to um, to become affiliated. Like Sting. Um, like, uh, <laughs> like like Paunch and uh, <laughs> and the other guy who uh. got the motorcycles. <laughs> Chips. Chips. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I kind of went on a little search. Um, nice. ATA has an affiliation. Um, so that that's cool. Uh, oh, yeah. And <laughs> it, you, know, you can just uh, jump in wherever you can. And then they kind of, what does that do for you specifically? It, it tailors each group has their own tailored subset of businesses that or companies that work with that particular group. If that okay. makes sense, you know, so yes. they're all different. Everyone's different. So, I mean, if you might have some overlap, but uh, if you, you know, you can get tied in with a couple groups you're you know, you're going to expand the, the, the companies that you're actually a part of or can affiliate with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, I mean, you can, you can spend an awful lot of time just kind of tooling around with some of the different companies doing the little, um, learning sessions. Um, Oh yeah. I'm what 20 couple into it now. I mean, it's, it's actually kind of a nice way to kill time. Some of the, some of the days where I'm just kind of sitting around looking at empty fields where there should be critters, (laughs) I'll jump on there and do a do a learning session. So, do you ever do the little tests, like the little like uh, time yeah, yeah. questionnaires and things? Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, I think they're that's, fun. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they pair you up with somebody and you gotta out out guess them or something. Yep, I like that. I'm real competitive when it comes to everything. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, like, I forget what, some of those categories, like music, and those—they're just general categories. 
But no, uh, you'd general category reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, love it. I'm definitely looking forward to getting out fishing. Though I haven't been able to do that yet. I'm envious of you guys. On Saturday, I'll be working. Just call in sick, bud. Yep. Oh no, this is side work for a friend. So we'll still I'm, vouch I'm for looking you. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <whatever. okay. laughs> uh, Bring your friends. We got enough kayaks. Haven't yeah. seen them since Thursday. What's wrong with his sides? What's <laughs> <laughs> he has that much work he can't keep after it right now so he works saturdays and throws me in the mix yeah. i'm grateful for it yeah trapping work uh yes yeah really okay Yep. paying the bills work i i get you yes that's what it is yeah keeping after some uh blow dough <laughs> Well, they say Whatever if you're doing what you love, then you'll never work a day in your life. So, there you go. I haven't worked yet. There you go. If you can come home to that camp, chef. Boom. Oh, it's all worth it. Mm. <laughs> I want to bake on it. You, you want to bake baked on, on it? Yeah, you've baked on yeah. the Traeger, haven't you? Oh, yeah. They. Yeah. I don't want to talk too engineering, but they, they <laughs> run off of the convections. Yep. So well, it's easy. I yeah. Do. Yeah, you can bake on it just as, just like anything. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna bake? Soft pretzels. Ooh. That's smoked soft pretzels would be delicious. <laughs> Get out of town. Why aren't we oh, doing that man. right now? I don't know. Can, put, um, the, I'll be cheese, right back. <laughs> put the cheese on it with the pretzel. Oh, oh, smoke can you, no, 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 wait a minute. Smoke crab, crab pretzel. Ah. Andy, did you get a smoke too? Yes, I did. I have not used it yet, but salt is on the list for that. Um, salt, pepper. Yep. Sugar. Did you put? You did it with uh, sea salt flake. Yeah, yeah, use? use that bigger, the bigger stuff. Bigger stuff. Don't okay. forget the pistachios. That's... Pistachios. Yeah. 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 The paprika. I won't forget those. <laughs> but the yeah, the use the bigger salts, the Himalayan salts, and all that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not much into the cheese, but uh, the salt and the pepper that you did were really awesome so and looking, sugar looking to do some what do you oh, put smoked man. sugar on anything it's <laughs> just yeah it's just cool smoke sweet corn <laughs> <laughs> smoke sweet potatoes Ugh. now that i'm doing i'm definitely going to do loaded sweet potatoes on there at some point oh well, you lost me this is really sounding good till <laughs> sorry <now>. ryan <laughs> sorry ryan's like the they really have to be loaded. Oh, let's have some smoked cilantro while we're at it. It'll be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's living. Well, boys, I hate to it's... do this, but we're... Don't do it. We're not even up on time. We're beyond up on time. All right. Well, I'd so say we did this out. justice. Heck no, Andy. That stuff's staying. Oh, okay. But as as Stevie said, this is the part where Will likes to tell us we did this current a little bit of justice. Mm-hmm. We sure did. Yep. So, so Brian. Yeah, Ryan. I know this was uh this was your gig, you kicked her off, but I'm gonna ask you, where can folks find us? As always, they can find us at www.ruttenriverpursuits.com. They can find us at all your social media platforms at Rutten River Pursuits. And don't forget the YouTubes, Mm -hmm. Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Listen to this podcast and all of our back catalog catalog podcasts at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the iHeartRadios. Those those radios are really (laughs) nice. 
<laughs> They're the best. They really are. I can't even tell you. Oh, oh. I love them. Well, boys, good luck. Uh, anybody fishing this weekend? Good luck to everybody cooking this weekend. Just have Amen. fun. Get outdoors when you can. Absolutely. Stay safe, y'all. All right. See ya. See you guys. <laughs> the last thing that I said as I was getting into my truck was, but if you didn't want to go trout fishing, you could have just told us. You didn't have to go through all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nice. That's so true. Brad, can he use a Brad? He can't. <laughs> Have to be a significant Brad. <laughs> Just thought. I brian my turkeys and I brad my rigs. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you will the fish to come in. There you go. Oh, I like what you did there. The frequency of the catching wasn't, it wasn't very aggressive. It was just a kind of like nice day and we were catching fish regularly, but not frequently. And it just kind of lent itself to a lot of just catching up and dude talk. Yeah. You need yeah, just some good a, dude talk. Yeah. Dude talk. Anything you want to share? Not with you. <laughs> are most of you guys into using lures versus live bait or you guys don't really prefer just threading a minnow what's that I Andy? Hate, for, I hate for your trout seriously yeah, I just like not necessarily fishing with them, but all that entails getting them, taking them with you, keeping them alive. Um, okay. I, yeah. I, I just very rarely do I use live bait. I'm, I'm that me personally, okay. I, I use spinners. Worm um, resuscitation is dang, suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>